I'm in the studio with Jay Halim. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Halim. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Halim, and you are definitely on Starve Talk one more time. I keep trying to upgrade this thing, so I go all the way to the West Coast <laughs> and go get this lovely young lady right here. So, you know, they got to upgrade me. When you come on here, you know, I got to be doing it a little bit better than me so I can lift up a little bit. So, no, I <laughs> met this beautiful young lady a few weeks ago. Um, we were talking. We were about to participate in the same function. And then, you know, I, you know, we follow each other on social media and I just started digging. I was like, wow, man, you know, she's rocking and rolling. She's doing her thing. But more importantly, she's a sister, as you can see. And you're going to learn some more about her. But I said she definitely represents what we talk about when we say Starve Talk. Stand tall and reclaim victory every day. Um, there's a lot of people who saying it. A lot of people saying it. They're doing something. But I need the people who really getting it out the mud. I need the people who really going through these struggles, not for me, but to help you. Because somebody's listening to this who's in her circumstance and feel like they can't do it or they need a little bit more help. They need something else before they can go ahead and step over and do and go into this thing that they want to do. But she's doing it. And I pray by the end of this conversation, you'll be motivated enough to say you can probably do it, too, in your own right. So if you don't know who I'm talking about right now, this is Mr. Fina Rogers. And listen, let me tell you something. You see the hair, right? You see the hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's her specialty. She gets busy. <laughs> so she's the CEO of Legacy Beauty LLC. Go on, follow her on social media. She's going to talk about that, but you see all the things that she do with beauty products. And again, she's a walking billboard herself. But thank you so much for, for stopping and talking to me for, for a little while today. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I was supposed to. I was supposed to be all done. Now. I was. Like, <laughs> I did not. Could not get myself together. <laughs> it's okay. Look, you gotta save some for them. Tell them to go on your page. Right. You know, we're gonna put your page up here. Everything like that. They'll see it when they go on that page. They'll be like, "Oh, okay. This is what she's doing." Right. <laughs> so you know, you got your business. You're from LA originally. You know, mm -hmm. but what what happened to get you from LA to Vegas? The prices, LA is like, was extremely expensive at the time. Well, Vegas is becoming the, the mini LA, but mm -hmm. um, LA was extremely expensive at the time. Um, like you said, I'm a, well, I don't know if you said it to them, but I'm a single mom. Um, so it just got to the point where it was just really hard for me to survive out there. Mm -hmm. um, I would, you know, prefer, have preferred to stay there, but I ju it just was just hard. So it I came here. Sense. Makes sense. I mean, I was going to get to that part um, and people need again, this is life. And the fact that you and I want you, know, I'm glad you said that because a lot of single mothers will, will sit and say, well, I can't do this because of this and nobody's stopping you. I read a book years ago um, and I was just I remember I'm like that. This book was written in like the early 20s, but you couldn't just go across to different states and do whatever you felt like doing. You know what I'm saying? And, but like here you can, you could just pick up and go to another place where it's a little bit easier for you to do it. So what makes right. you think that a lot of people are not like you and won't pick up and do what they need to do? They'll just sit there and stew it. Um, they don't know. Like, I feel like they don't, they just don't know that they can. Like I was, um, I was like that. Like I was, I was like that for a long time where, um, I was just in my misery and, yeah. 
Um, and I was bouncing from house to house. Um, I stayed in shelters, I've, you know, and it just got to one day I woke up and I just was just like, I can't, I can't like live like this. Like, I can't, this is not the life that was meant for me. This is not the life that I'm meant for. So I had to like get more, even when I moved to Vegas, my mindset wasn't there. I was just trying to get past the little stump that I was in. So I wasn't, I, I didn't have the mind frame at that time that it could be more than just me moving to Vegas and getting a job and surviving in Vegas. Yeah. Like I, I was just moving here just to survive. Sometimes it's all of, all it takes is a move and it's not, it don't have to be a move to another place, but just a move period, you know, going, right. going down a certain path and you know, it's not leading you where you want to go. Right. You know, we get ourselves, not just women, but men, people, period. You know, we just get so comfortable, even in our misery or comfortable with the BS that we used to. And we're afraid it might be BS in the next place, but you know, hey, at least it's something different and it can possibly exactly. lead you somewhere else as opposed to, you know, where this path is gonna lead you. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, what what so what's holding people back from gaining that knowledge though? Because you, like you said, you don't think that they know. What's holding people back from getting that type of knowledge? Honestly, it took for me to start listening to other people when wow. they told me that, they saw something great in me that um, I could do it. I took this life skills class and I started to like realize certain stuff about myself that was holding me back. Um, the class like really taught me a lot about myself. So I think I think it's more so focusing within and realizing the potential that you have inside of you. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people, I have friends today that were my friends back then that are still stuck. Mm. And it's just because they don't know who they are for real on the inside. So, Mm. and it's not that people aren't telling them who they are. It's just that they're not listening. Cause I wasn't like, I wasn't listening. My mom always told me I was going to be something great. And I'm still walking around talking about, I ain't got nobody. I'm, I'm, you know, like, but I, I had people in my corner that I just was not listening to. So I love that. I love yeah. that. That's, you know, the first, the personal development piece going to a class was everything, but also talking about the fact that people aren't listening, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's a big deal. We were doing a training recently, maybe a couple months back, and we focused on that skill, that listening skill, and not understanding how powerful that is in a lot of people in relationships in their own life. Listening is a real skill that you have to actually learn how to do and how to use because a lot of our problems come from not listening we already have a response before somebody even finished talking we're not understanding we can see it especially you know we got the social media age our cell phones somebody's talking you might see their front their head go down because they're looking at a phone or some type of distraction those type of things so i believe did you get yourself into a place where you were like all right, forget everything else. I'm going to clear my head and actually focus at this point. Was that, did you need to do something like that before you were able to go forward? Yeah, I, I actually fell into like this deep depression. Like even when I moved to Vegas, things weren't working out, quite working out. And I fell like into like this bad depression. I was, I was like, like immobile for two weeks. Like I just okay. could not um, pick myself up. Like, and um, I remember my he's 16 now but my my oldest son he's just like he kind of like waves me off and was kind of like mom you always get through it wow and then <clears throat> it was even even now like I, I i don't fall into those two week long depressions no more. i used to do it all the time 
But, um, and my, my son used to cuddle me. And then this one day, I guess he got tired of it. And he was like, mom, you always get through it. Like you always do this and you always end up getting through it. All you're doing is wasting time. And it was just like a dang, he's right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm doing is wasting time. So now I do, I still give myself time to, to be sad about my circumstance, but a day yeah. max, I have to pick myself up in a day because um, I can't do that. Like I don't have time to do that because that messes me up and it puts me further into the situation when I'm sad and I can't pick myself up for two weeks. Wow. So it was just me realizing that I always make it through. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. I just can't sit in it no more because that yeah. makes it worse, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. But I, I'm thankful for your child, too, for your son, because a lot He's of times, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, we when we go into these depressions or we go into these type of funks, we get rid of the rest of the world, but you can't really get rid of your kids. <laughs> and so, you know, they're still there. And it, it's, it's a special thing that they, when they start to become your friends, and they start mm-hmm. to become people that you lean on because they're little people now. You know, they, they, they're not four and five anymore. Whereas it's like, I don't know what mommy or daddy doing, but like they they have an opinion about things, too. And mm-hmm. they're seeing things as well. And at that point, it's like, this is this is who I have. So when I'm listening to nobody else. I'm definitely going to listen to him, him or her. So that mm-hmm. was cool to definitely have him in the space and being present in mind like that with you. Right. You know, um, you just never know where it's going to come from. But I definitely know it's a dope situation to coming from your, your son. So shout mm-hmm. out to him yeah. <laughs> for being there for mommy. So, you know, we're going to talk about this booming business that you have. But yeah. coming off of this part, do you find any therapy in what you're doing with your business? I do, actually. Um, it's so funny because you, uh, when I first started, I didn't think it was therapeutic. I did it because. I, I love hair and um i i just i just wanted to make money <laughs> yeah. no, no i get it right but um just the people that support me people that i don't know people that i do know people that i meet in passing the people the, the support that i find even when people just share my stuff that is all therapeutic because it reminds me that I'm not in this by myself. That and also bigger than than just my business. It reminds me because especially with the world that we're living in today, it reminds me that 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 there are people, good people out there, yeah. people that are there that are just genuinely loving towards other people. Yeah. And I think that's important. That's important. That's an important thing to to take from it because there's people who support me with nothing to gain. Yeah. You know, even when it's just re- reposting my stuff or um uh you know even when it's just reposting my stuff there's people who support me with nothing to gain they just are just by my side yeah. people i don't know that's what blew my mind some people you don't know will report will support you tougher than the people that you know you're right about that one <laughs> so just knowing how many good people there are in this world that's really dope and it makes me um push harder because this that my business is not even why I'm doing it. Like there's some, there's a, oh, yeah. we gonna get a to that. impact that has nothing to do with, I'm, with what I'm doing today that I'm working towards. Oh, wow. We're going so, yeah, to get to that. So going back yeah. to when you start, when you made the decision to say, you know, I'm going to do this business. Where were you at at that point in time mentally? What, what was your thought process? What made you make the decision to jump out? Well, um, I have been thinking about starting a hair company for a long time, like years. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. And then um, I ended up um, 
it's so funny because I, I was not working at the time or whatever. I worked for Amazon, which we didn't really close, but um, I ended up catching COVID. COVID was spreading through Amazon. So I took like three months off. Um, so I applied for unemployment, three months of sitting with um, no money because mm. unemployment didn't kick in for everybody right away. Um, I didn't have nothing. And then they, they came and they gave me this lump sum of money. Um, and I had all this money at one time. Um, I paid off my bills, but I still had a good chunk left over because it was just all at once. I didn't, um, I didn't want to waste it. So I started my business. Um, (laughs) I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, I love it. No, I, I didn't want to waste the money. I didn't want to spend it frivolously or whatever. So um, I paid off my bills, paid, you know, a few months off or whatever, and then just started my business. Um, It's something I haven't talked about for years. I was just like, why not? Like I kept, oh, at the time I was watching a lot of, um, what's his name? Les Brown. Yeah. Oh Les man. Brown is, <laughs> yeah, Les Brown is big on just do it. Just yep. do it. I was trying yes, to, it was, like I said, it was during that three, it was a three month period where I didn't have no income. So I needed Les Brown. Right. Because I was depressed. I'm yeah, like really right. feeling like, woe is me. And, uh, I was listening to him before I even got the money. Then the money came and I'm like, mm. then I might as well just do it. Like, what's so you got to c- huge... now? Because before it was that I didn't have the money. Now I got the money. So what's stopping me now? I don't know if you picked up on this, but just listening to a couple things from you, you got a huge connection when it comes to personal development. Because whenever you decide to do something to better yourself, you know, and I'm not talking about from an educational perspective, something major happens for you. I don't know if you connected that because you said you started doing this class, things started happening. You started listening to Les Brown because he's like 100% personal development. You're listening to him, you're going to grow. And then hey, all this money come and these opportunities present itself. So kind of stick to that. Just know like when you're ready for a breakthrough, go sign up for somebody's course, (laughs) go (laughs) go see a class because something major is going to happen as soon as you do that. Because that's what it seems like the pattern for your life so far, like every time you start to try to better yourself, you know, it's like the universe start walking in your favor. So, you know, pay attention it to that. Definitely does. I, the crazy part is I've, I have noticed that that's why I've gotten into the pattern of doing that. Like when I feel like I fell off track a little bit, I will start burning my sage, mm. <laughs> um, listening to pop my, I have these, this, these positive affirmations that I listen to from the specific person. Yeah. I have my people that yeah, I listen of course. to, but um, I, I'll start trying to hone into that because you're right. Whenever I do that, whenever I focus in on, you know, and, and try to connect with the universe, think big things always happen for me. You're right. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that. So that's, that's dope. So you got your mm-hmm. bread. You didn't go to Cabo. You didn't go buy no, you know, a, a, a brand new charger or, you know, go do donuts and stuff like that and buy all the red bottoms you went and invested into starting a business. Yep. And so what was your first step? How did, how did you, you know, you went, what was the first step? Um, the first step was buying the hair. I went and bought um, a bulk of wholesale hair. Well, of course I had to find the vendor. So um, I found a vendor, which um, was hard because I've been through a, a few vendors. Uh, my my, my uh, computer, I should have been more prepared for that. No, nah, <laughs> go ahead. Do what you got to do. You, you need to go ahead and charge up. 
we good now. Yeah, so you said you um so you was looking for vendors. So you wasn't in the hair <laughs> business beforehand. Like you do you do hair? Do you, are you are you a stylist? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. I I the crazy part is I've always been obsessed with hair. Like okay. me and my best friend, I remember me and my best friend used to um sit at her house and do each other's hair like all the time. So I done been through all the stages. <laughs> the uh the quick weaves, gluing the, the tracks, just yeah. gluing the tracks uh-huh. on the braids. I done been through every every stage when lace fronts first started wow and they look like the uh yeah like stitches or something in the front it looked, it looked like the planet of the eights right? <laughs> somebody gonna be mad at you i was right there somebody gonna be mad at you because somebody's still doing it i've been through all the stages with the hair so uh it just made sense and then when we moved to vegas um so I've been I've, I haven't worn beauty supply hair in I don't know how long. So wow. but when when I first moved to Vegas, like finding good hair was like impossible. It's easy now because the pandemic, everybody got their money and they went <laughs> and did the same thing that I did. They, they had the same idea, but um, now, but at that time, it wasn't easy. Like it was hard finding good hair vendors, virgin hair vendors, not the beauty supply hair. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to give something back to women like me who liked quality hair, you know, Yeah. Um, make it easier for them to find it. I remember I found this one spot that sold virgin hair. I, I spent like $400 on hair and the hair would like mat up in the bag. It was wow. just really bad. Like, and I only had it, I've had it for a short period of time. So but even finding a vendor, that was hard. Like finding a good vendor. I went through a few, a quite a few, few vendors. Oh I ha- I've had a quite a few oh customers. I went through quite a few customers, my kids. I went through okay. quite it's a okay. few customers. Davion, Davion, Davion. I am on, I'm doing something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I went through quite a few customers calling me back, telling me, you know, <clears throat> that, um, the hair was no good and i had to like go back to the drawing board and find another vendor uh yeah it was t- business t- 101 <laughs> business 101 you got if you can't be in business if you don't have one of those stories when somebody had to give you back something <laughs> really? or say hey this really, didn't work really out hard. yeah it's it's crazy because i i thought that you know you had to be somebody who was doing hair to be mm-hmm. in that situation so you educated me um in that so you yeah, just like hair so much and you pay, you spent enough of your money on it, so now you knew that is a, a whole lot of people just like you <laughs> that would be willing exactly. to spend some money for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So what what was some of the other what was some of the other challenges that you ran into? You know, just jumping out to pull off the porch, starting your business. Um, a lot. For one, I learned I didn't. I know. So I already knew I was bad at finances. Um. So when when starting a business, that like shines like you can see how horrible you are if you're horrible at finance (laughs) (laughs) because um like I try to keep track of my spending for my business I try to keep track of uh you know everything it just it just I was very unorganized I have to be more I'm I'm more organized today yeah but um yeah I definitely saw how bad I was with my finances um I'm an impulsive buyer so even with my business like if I see something that I want, I'll just, or if I think of something that I want to do, I'll just spend it without considering 
where that was going to put me personally and business-wise financially. Um, so that, that's been a struggle. Um, I'm definitely going to hire a finance person once I get <laughs> big enough. Uh, Marketing-wise, um, it's tough marketing yourself. Like it's, it's really tough, especially when you come from, you don't know anything about marketing. My social media um, page wasn't that great. Oh my gosh. You should have saw it at first. Like I watched mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube um, to get to where I am. That's what That's it is. My, yeah. my, my That's what's going on right now. Yeah. You, I mean, you did the right thing. Uh-huh. Like you even with my finances, watching YouTube, trying to figure out how to learn and what different types of bank accounts I should have as a business, mm-hmm. learning um, how much I should be putting to the side, to putting learning how much I should be spending on advertising, learning how much mm-hmm. of it I should be spending on um, on the product and how much I should be putting to the side for different ventures that I might want to try. Just it, it's all like, there's a lot that goes into business that you don't realize when you're yeah. like, Ooh, I'm going to start a business. <laughs> now, one thing about YouTube is this, and I'll tell you this um, as somebody who's been in business for 20 years, Find your people, right? And the person, the people who are your people. So you might find your your um the finance person right now, or maybe your finance one or two people. You find your marketing one or two people, and so forth and so on. Because what's going to happen is you're going to be able to dictate your growth by how they wear. When you like, when you don't want to listen to them no more, you know you grew. Mm-hmm. Because like you think about the Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world, he always say, if you're still listening to me five years later, you're not doing anything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like they're not there. They're there for the next person. People start businesses every day. And so at that level that you at when you first start listening, that they're good for that level. But two years from now, you shouldn't want to listen to them again because they're still talking right. to the same people and you're no longer that person. And so right. then you find your next group of core people that you can um be as like pseudo mentors for. So as you're growing you go ahead and move on to the next set of people because you'll get information overload and you got all these people telling you to go in different directions because they are successful. What works for them don't always work for you. Exactly. Find, find the people who you can take, you understand what they, they're talking about overall and then see how you can take it and implement it to what you're doing. Cause if somebody good at social media, but they've been marketing and selling credit. It's a whole different ballgame selling hair. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So how did that fit me selling hair? And so think about that because you definitely don't want to get caught up in the information overload piece because you, you know, right. YouTube University is so, you know, plentiful. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, you know, um, people, you know, this person might look good when they talk. They got way more pre- better presentation. This person this, and you just get caught down that rabbit hole and you find a lot of people doing a lot of that, but not out here doing the work. And the work never changes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You go in there and get like school is school until it's over. After you do after you get out of school, you got to put in the work. You got to show people what you learned. And so you're going to spend way more time showing people what you learned than you are, you know, learning something from school. So just have that. That's something I would tell you. Um, because I, I did that, you know, I jumped out as a photographer. My my people who I listen to, I don't even listen to them no more because they still talk to beginners. Right. They're great. But they just mm-hmm. talk to beginners. I'm not a beginner anymore. So it's nothing I can listen to them. It can be cool and nostalgic to listen to them. But at the same time, they're not mm-hmm. telling you how to set your settings up. Like I can do that with my eyes closed. I don't need to hear that. So you got to make right. sure you're moving in the right direction. So but I love the fact that you went that route, because, again, 
a lot of people would say, well, nobody's here to tell me. Nobody's no, here to tell me. Now, how to it's not today. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get past that today. You got to go find somebody because I don't have, it's so funny. No one in my family is successful. No one in my family has ever even attempted to, to start a business. So I can't, and none of them are good with finances. Mm. So I don't, there are people I cannot turn to. I can't turn to them to have a successful business. Um, if I'm if I'm trying to build a successful business, they don't even understand what I'm what I'm experiencing right now. So I have to turn somewhere like I can't just until I find my mentor who's doing the same thing that I'm doing um, and was successful at it. I have to kind of like find different mentors via social media. No, I think that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's something somebody need to pick up from you. Because um, another part we talked about off camera is that, you know, again, you're a mom. Mm-hmm. And so talk about that transition from being the working an Amazon mom to now you always working as an entrepreneur. <laughs> mom, right. The work don't stop. And I'm still, I still work at Amazon. So oh. I'm, I work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a full time entrepreneur, which is hard, especially since I, I, I work nights. Right. So and my vendors are in China. So I'm at work, like hiding from. My I'm not going to tell nobody. That I'm I'm going to edit that part out that you're at work <laughs> talking to people <laughs> in China when you try to get me my package. No, for real, I'm telling you, like I. But you have, I have to book. do what I have to do. No, I wrote you're about right that, out. so I know what you talk about. I wrote about that. Right. So and then then dealing with them. You see, I'm trying to, I'm working right now. They, my, I, the 16 year old, he's the big one. You would think that he'd be like the one that's trying to keep everybody quiet. Like, no, he's right <laughs> along with the noise, you know? So it's, it's, it's tough. It's been tough. It's all a learning experience. But the biggest thing that I feel like the, the most rewarding thing from that is they're going to be something else. Yes. They're going to be crazy business people because they see me constantly working I'm constantly working I have my off days where um like I just can't like you know and I I take personal days I'm not one of those entrepreneurs that is like I have to I have to I have to I'm one of those people that understands that if you your body feels like resting rest because if I go too hard then I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to be no good for my business my kids or work yeah um so I, the days that I feel like I just cannot get out of bed, I just need to sleep a little bit longer. I do. Yeah, that's a level yeah. of discipline. You know, people are afraid mm-hmm. to hear that word, you know, because there's always a negative connotation in it. But, you know, in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you definitely got to have some a level of discipline and good habits mm-hmm. because discipline and, and good habits out will last passion and motivation. You right. Know, and so when people say follow your passion, well, that that's only a feeling and it don't last always. And same as motivation. It's just a feeling doesn't last always. So when you don't feel like doing something, you're going to you be disciplined or you're going to be, you know, or, or, or you're going to have good habits. So you, you, you got good habits. You're not even thinking about it. You're just doing it. But if exactly. you discipline, you'll still do it, even though you don't feel like doing it because, you know, it has to be done. So mm-hmm. as a parent. You, you never get no better training like that than being a parent because it's a lot of stuff, you know, as my kids got old, I tell, I tell them straight up, I don't want to do this, but I'm doing it because it's you because they need to hear right. that. They need to understand that. Like our parents wouldn't tell us that they'll just, you know, not say anything, but mm-hmm. look, I don't feel like doing this. 
I'm doing this because of you. So you know the sacrifice, what that looks like. So you're not taking it for granted. So the same thing is with a business. A business is a baby. You know, um, it's yours. It's your idea. Your idea. You birthed it. And you got you to babysit it. You got to do a lot of things in the beginning you don't want to do. <laughs> you know, no, it's sure. consuming. It's consuming. And, and, you know, five or six years to start, you know, doing, talking and having his own ideas and, you know, and it's taking you stuff with other places. And then that's cool. You roll with that. You manage it. But in the beginning phases, you have to like literally be all over that thing. And so with parents, sometimes, especially single parents, you have a lot of um, bumping heads. So what were some of the hard parts Oh, it's probably and you going through it right now. What are some of the hard parts when you're like, OK, I just got off work. I know I got to you know, get this order out or whatever. And then you got the kids. Like, what are some of the things you run into, some of the obstacles you run into when it's just like, you know, it's only you that got to get all this stuff done? Well, for one, when I get off of work, <clears throat> it's five in the morning and uh, the kids got to be up for school by like six. So I can't go to sleep. Mm. So I work a full 10 hour shift. Come home. I sit around like I, I usually say I'm going to go to the gym, but never happens after a 10 hour shift. You stand <laughs> on your feet. <laughs> um, but the gym is supposed to keep me up. I sit around and I'm like trying to like peel, my, keep my eyes open. Um, Got to wake them up 30 minutes after I get in the door, getting them ready for school, take them to school. It's 830. Mind you, I have a two year old. Mm. So um, the sleep is very scarce. Because even if I do lay down and get sleep, I'm having to wake up to check on her, make sure she, I'm a light sleeper too, so I can hear everything. Um, Yeah, no. And then still try to get, my orders go out once a week. So that it's, it's not that bad. I don't have to, but once my business picks up, that's, it's going to be even worse. But right now I'm only sending orders out once a week, but I'm still answering messages about orders i'm still taking orders throughout the week or whatever um i i I, i'm not one of those those people there's a lot of people who hit me up like oh i'm glad you answered i've I've contacted this many hair places and none of them are responding to me i'm not that like i'm like literally responding in between (laughs) in between sleep i'm responding to messages um from people so it's that it definitely can can be challenging um because there's not really any me time unless I like take the me time. Yeah. So, um, no, that's, this is again, I, this is one of the reasons why I wanted you on here because people have to like, it's like the, the black woman, single, the single black female entrepreneur, she's like a myth. <laughs> you right. know, it's like, nobody's highlighting her. And if the, if it is, it's like once she's one, like she's already super, super woman, you know what I'm saying? And, and, oh, I've done it. So a lot of sisters are looking like, oh, well, um, it's all good. She already did. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody that's a millionaire trying to give you advice. You're like, it's easy for you to say, because nobody right. tells the story about going through. Mm-hmm. And on here on this show, I like to highlight that part because I can listen to a motivational speaker. I'll talk about somebody like Eric Thomas. I don't know him personally, but I, I hated listening to him back in the day because all it was was a bunch of yelling i'm from north new jersey yelling doesn't move me you know like you're yelling 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 and then he was saying some outlandish stuff to me well you don't want to sleep you i mean you want to sleep you don't want to work you you should be up at two o'clock in the morning and i'm just like that's not realistic people got to get some sleep 
Really? But then as I got to know him and, mm-hmm. and through his work, I started hearing the discipline. Part of it. It. He mm-hmm. no, no, he goes to bed at seven o'clock at night. That's why he's up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, because he go to sleep early. Exactly. You, you understand what I'm saying? So that's a level I, of discipline. The part is, I barely get sleep. Like I like I have a five-hour window to sleep. And like I said, I'm answering messages. I'm dealing with my daughter. It within those five hours of me resting, then I have to wake up and get the kids ready for school, then finish my day to go to work that night. But can't so. nobody call you lazy? And that's what he was saying. That's what the con- that's what was coming across to me that somebody was lazy. If they, they wanted to sleep that. and what have you, it's like, no, you want to be healthy at the same time. You know, it is people out here that's trying to figure it out. Important. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and trust me, you know, you you got uh, you got other kids that's older. That two year old will be older before, you know, you're going to go to sleep, wake up and then she will be, you know, he or she will be in school and all those other things. Right. And then that's going to give you some more free time. So that's the beautiful thing about kids. They don't stay the same age <laughs> and they Dang start God. to get a little bit more <laughs> independent. So you're going, you're coming around that corner. But when I used to listen to these people, they would skip right to the winning and they right. not telling you exactly how it w- was. And then I turn away from that. And so I was like, this is my platform. Let me talk to people so that other individuals can hear like, this is what I'm going through right now. Like, mm-hmm. I I didn't get, I only got three hours of sleep. Not because I didn't want more sleep, but I had to take calls. I had to make sure my orders was right. I had to make sure my kids was, I had to perform at work at my nine to five while I'm trying to make it happen. And so when some sister hear that and she say, oh, well, I thought I would never be able to start my whatever business while I was working overnight, 11 to seven. But right. she was doing it, you know what I'm saying? So I can mm-hmm. do it too. When you just keep telling people you won, you won, you won, and you suck because you didn't win. That's not what this is. And I hated that. So I'm like, instead of complaining about what they're doing, let me create an opportunity for people to talk about what it really looks like, because this is hard. People are killing themselves as entrepreneurs. People are losing sleep. Their health is diminishing, trying to make it. And then the ones that do make it, you can't forget that part of it. You can't forget that part of the story. You have to tell people that they you understand when they're not sleeping. You understand when they're stressed out. You understand when they just feel like they can't get out of bed and mm-hmm. they, they have to stay in the bed. That's what stand tall, reclaim victory every day because every day is a fight. I feel like people are so hell-bent on seeming perfect and seeming like they have it all. People are so for show now. Yes. And... Uh, I think that's what it is, especially like social media. That's that's one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to start like making um, little social media videos where I'm like going through my day to day, showing people what I'm experiencing from day to day. I had I watched this one one lady. Um, it's so funny because her her feel is completely different from mine, but it's still motivating. She uh she she markets to women who are looking for sugar daddies so uh, <laughs> but she has she has a whole business Amen. like a whole business behind Amen. it right and so like there's this one um video she posted where she's in the car boohoo crying and she's like i just can't do this i have this class that to do today i have this to do today i have this to do today i have this to do today and I just, I don't know how I'm going to get it all done because she's bigger than she was when she started. Mm-hmm. And even that, like that's motivating because <clears throat> um, I know on my days where I'm like, I can't do this, 
that I'm not the one, only one experiencing it. It's yes. good to see those days because you feel so bad when you're like, I can't do this. And people make it seem like you're like, okay, just get up and, and push through. No, I, I need to, I, I'm a firm believer. You need to feel it. You yes. need to feel whatever you're feeling, feel your feelings, allow yourself to dwell in them. Don't, not too much. <laughs> you got stuff to do, but you need to feel it and you need to, to sort through whatever feelings you, you have so that you can organize them and, and, and use that to push you forward. People yeah. be so quick to tell you to get over it, like get over it and just get stuff done. No, like yeah. you need to feel that. It's yeah, okay we, to feel that. Reality, reality. You know, we gotta, mm -hmm. you know, we can't skip past the reality portion of this thing. Exactly. And I definitely appreciate you for that. You know, um, you know, just talk about your social media because for someone who, you know, two years in to business, social media looks very, very good. Looks very, very good. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, that's the elephant in the room with a lot of people in business, you know, because you have like three different generations <clears throat> that's attacking social media right now. You got the one like the Gen Z is that own it. You got the millennials that kind of started it. And then now you have these baby boomers that's, mm -hmm. you know, retiring right now that just like totally hate it. Right. And so nobody's able, you know, some, some people are able to conquer it. They'll look at you and say, wow, you, I had a page for, you know, eight years and I can't even get 200 followers. But you got a page you've been on for two years as um, far as doing business and your page looks very, very good. What are some of the things that, you know, um, you did to make your page look like the way it does? YouTube videos. <laughs> um, Listen, I love it. it. It's so funny because um, the branding, I started to see very early on that branding was important. So my social media, so I started my business two years when the pandemic first started, not really two years, maybe like a year and a half. I didn't really get serious about social media. I didn't really start posting on social media to like September of last year. Wow. I, I got, I saw very early on that it is important to brand yourself mm -hmm. to figure out what your niche is to brand yourself um i start because i started just with selling bundles mm -hmm. i was just selling bundles and frontals and then um now I, I would prefer to only sell wigs people still call me for frontals and bundles so i do still sell those but i would prefer to only sell wigs and if it's up to me only colored wigs <laughs> but <laughs> that would be that's not realistic but um uh <clears throat> I, I, I realized that I needed my page needed to look, I would look at other people's social media um, and the ones that attracted me mm. and the ones that kind of like pushed me, like turned me off. And I took heed to that and I wanted to make mine look like it was well put together. Yeah. What makes that easy is I, I use the app uh, later, um, which is a social media scheduling app. So all my posts are scheduled. I don't, I don't post, I don't have time to sit there and post every day or remember to post Again, every day. Real so I have a, right. So I have a set day where I schedule all my posts. I was doing it once a month. That's not, it kind of like throws everything off when I do it once a month because I'm not able to plan correctly. Yeah. Um, so I, I've cut it down to once a week. I sit on my off day uh, once a week and just plan all of my social media posts, post them all ahead of time and then later post them for me. Wow. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. Real rap. That's what we need to hear because again, real people are saying like, I, how do I sit 
And then again, you are a mom. You have a full time job and you're running the business. How, I, it's hard to remember to just, oh, let me go up six o'clock in the morning and put this here. Let me post every day. <laughs> like you can't live on social media. Your kid will burn themselves on the stove or burn your house down. Or, mm-hmm. You won't do work. Your business, you'll miss. I don't be on social like, media at all. See, but that's the thing. That's that's what I needed to hear. That's what these people need to hear because I'm telling you, you even got gurus. Oh man, social media. If you're not on social media, what's it like? Tell them exactly what's happening because it's no way the average person that's been on social media for less than a year will not be have the following that you have if they didn't have a system. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have a system, not okay, I'm just sitting on here because they would think that they would, you pretty much had to quit your job, be on social media all day and just post, 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 post. And, and then this is finally somebody organically going to start liking you. But what I do do though, mm-hmm. is I pay attention to my, um, what is it called? My, uh, I have to look, I have to go to, to go to Instagram to remember what it's called. My insights. Yeah, I, insights. That. I have a, um, I have goal sheets. Mm. So I have my sales goals and I have my social media goals and I take and like on later, they have analytics as well on mm-hmm. later and on Shopify, Shopify for my store. Um, there's analytics on both places. So I, I go through my analytics weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have my, my goals for my sales goals set out for a year. I have my social media goals are month by month or whatever. Love I'm it. basing them off the, the past three months. So um, I, I go through that throughout the week. I check to make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. I schedule my Instagram ads um, based on what my analytics are, and what my goals are. So if my goals, if I'm not hitting my goals, if it's Tuesday and I'm not hitting my goals, like where I'm supposed to be at for the week, I post a social media ad and I change the reach based on where I'm at with my goals. Love it. So that helps me uh, keep track of, of my followers, keep track of, 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 you know, my reach, keep track of all of that. I love it. It's just, you know, people think these jobs have um, left, but they just went to social media. So mm-hmm. some of the things like what you're doing, you're talking about data entry, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. about real admin jobs yeah, and things of that nature, right? Those jobs hasn't gone anywhere. So they're saying... Hey, baby girl. <laughs> she here? Uh huh. Listen, they're thinking that okay, well, because I got a social media, I don't have to know these skills because you saying what you're doing, somebody will pay you a salary to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a skill set on a job. Somebody at a corporate office has to do all this inputting that you do. Have to do all of this, you know. That's virtual assistant stuff or just regular assistant things right you know that's an admin that's uh, you know big you know you can get fifty sixty thousand dollars in the right city for that job and you're doing that for your business it's not just magically happening because you put your hair on social media you said you got sales goals for a year social media goals month to month and you don't have the team right now but you're having your own meetings within yourself saying hey are we hitting our numbers so when you bring on a team you learn from a job I learned oh all of this from job. I learned it's so funny because I just had I was working two jobs for a little bit. It was too much, but um, I was working a sell a store job, mm. and they that's what they do I, in in stores. They keep track of their sales goals from the previous year, 
and then they base their current. I mean, they they keep tra- their go- their sales from the previous year. They base their sales goals for this year off of the previous year. So that's what I do. Wow. Data entry. I've had so many data entry jobs. I, I, I learned that from a job, even with, with what I'm doing at Amazon right now, when it's time to ship out my packages, how my packaging should look, learned that from a job, you know, wow. everything that I do today, I learned from a job. You are proving, you are proving me right. Y'all uh, listen, go get my book. You won't starve. <laughs> First principle <laughs> is hustle while you work. This young lady has been hustling while she was working because I tell people all the time, when you go get a job, people think about the money. Now, worry about the money. What can you learn from this job? Can you get skills? Can you get some people you know, that you need to meet? You know, you're growing your network. What can you get from this job? And you're saying that when you look at your social media, that you have a, you have a bunch of followers, things that people will salivate over, and it came from the skills you learned at the jobs. You are really, really doing what you're supposed to be doing. So this it ain't about you having a job. You got to, you can have any kind of job, any kind of job. But if you can learn something from it and then take it with you for to make yourself better and then use it for your business, you're good. Stop telling my people to be broke while they're trying to build a business. It is hard to build a business when you don't have any money. I'm not saying you can't start a business without having any money, but it's very, very hard, damn near impossible to really build a successful business without having any money because you have to try things. You have to experiment and everything is not going to yield. I spend my job money on my business. That's where most of my... That's what it is. You said you lost $400 on a package. If you weren't working, that would have been hard to get that back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you're doing this, we, we need that. And so we got to keep pushing out this good information to our people because we can't knock people over the side of the head to get money. The government not going to keep giving us money like they did, you know, for these last couple of years. That's by, that's done. So all y'all that ran off the job a little fast, please go back and get your job so that you can get right. And then hopefully the, all the experiment you did, if you learned something you want to do, go, go back and get that job, stack up some bread. And so that you can actually have a successful business. And if you want to truly be an entrepreneur, you can create other opportunities for other individuals. But if you're going to t- just run because you don't want to work for nobody, well, how do you want to learn? Even, even just working in the store that I was working, I was working, I was working for this company, um, it's called Marshall Retail Group. It's not Marshall's. It's okay. Marshall Retail Group. They've been in the game for years, right? Even just working there, they have so they have um, stores in the casinos and stuff mm. or whatever, and the airports. Um, but one of their vendors came in and talked to me about how she got started in in the in the hotels, and that sparked something in me. I'm like, dang, I need to. How can I get started in the hotels? It's going to be a little bit harder for me because I'm selling hair and yeah. they're looking at their who their clientele is. But how can I switch my marketing to where I can appeal yes. to them so that they can allow me to come into these hotels and even learning the restrictions that some hotels have on what their business, the businesses that work in there can, can and cannot do. Um. All of that is valuable information. You don't know what information you're going to find. I don't even know about this company. You don't know what information you're going to find 
at what whatever job you're, you're working, you don't know what valuable information. So you should never turn down any job because you could be able to you might be able to utilize that for the business that you want to start. I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You got me really excited over here because I mean, I be beat, <laughs> look, I've been trying to beat people in the head with this. And one of the things for me, you know, I, I had to, um, you know, take crappy jobs because I you know, was a felon. And so mm-hmm. being a felon and working crappy jobs and everybody's like, oh, man, well, you always in entrepreneurship. So why would you tell me to get a job? Like, it's like, like I'm being a hypocrite. I'm not telling you I'm not being a hypocrite. Like if I got a college degree degree and I couldn't get the six figure job like everybody else. So I had to do it the hard way. If I got love for you, I'm trying to tell you an easier way to do it. I'm not going right. to tell you to go through the same pitfalls I did. Like, that's real dirty of me. If I fell down a whole a pitfall, I'm going to tell you to go through the same thing. Like, no, I'm going to try to cover it up so you can go around it or tell you a better way. And, and you know what's funny? Crazy. Said, I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you, you good? But you said, because you mentioned you being a felon. So let me say something. And this is just to touch on how different it is for Black men and Black women, right? I'm a felon, which you would never know. But... Um, I never had an issue getting a job, but do you know that I know so many men that are felons that had issues getting jobs See? and um, like, no, I, I, I did. Ha- I've had issues getting jobs. That's a lot. I've had issues getting jobs, but not as many as you guys do. Yeah. Um, it's not as hard for me. It's, it's as it is for you guys. Yeah, and that's I, I totally agree. What it is. I totally agree. And then it's even worse for me because I have a college degree. And so me having a college degree with student loans and then I supposed to get a certain caliber of job, not just a job. I supposed to be able to get a certain caliber of job. I didn't even have bad grades when I graduated. So it was like I really should have been able to have a job job. Mm -hmm. And so when I see my brother or my sister that got this dope job that they can retire from and I'm saying you can do your business on the side. I'm saying it because I love you because I'm like, don't come out here if you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a show. Everybody don't have to be the performer. Somebody got to be in the, in the, you know, somebody got to pay for tickets. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who's going to watch the show if everybody's a performer? So right. I'm like, even it's for this play. And sometimes you might have people like me who got that dog in them. And you're supposed to be the one investing in me mm-hmm. because you got the sound income. Because if I got the sound income, I'm a, and, and I'm not, I don't have that dog in me no more. Wow, I can't run like this youngster I see. I'm going to say, yo, look, let me go ahead and put, you know, I'm going to help you out to make it a little bit easier on you. But people not knowing, that's why we, you know, people, you know, our counterparts get locked up too. But they have relationships and their people are giving them the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to how they can get to where they need to get to. And so these conversations need to be had so Mm -hmm. that people are like, you're approachable now. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody seeing what you see in your social media, they might think you're not approachable because another sister that got got how many followers you got. Oh, they 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 you can't even talk to them. You can't tell them they're millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you approachable. And so now some sister or brother might come to you and be like, you know, oh, well, I can talk to her. I can build with her right. and then they can grow. They can get something out of the deal. They can grow. That's what this is about. Because mm-hmm. everybody has a story and you have a story, part of a story I didn't even know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so you talking about standing tall and reclaiming victory every day. People only, the world only knows what you, what fights you had every day trying to get to this point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It sound easy. It look easy. 
but only you can tell it to where people understand how you was able to get victory on a regular basis because it's definitely a fight. Exactly. It's definitely a fight. So you understand the acronym. What does the acronym mean to you? Stand tall, reclaim victory every day. What does that mean to you when you hear that? Don't give up. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fight for what we want every single day, especially with the the skin that we live in. Yeah. Um. No one's gonna hand anything to us. Like we we have to grab it. Yeah. And it, it's gonna be hard every day, but we gotta keep pushing. So we gotta keep fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all, y'all looking right now at you know, somebody who who is doing it, not who's done it. We're not talking about yesteryear. We're not talking about what somebody was able to do 10 years ago, 50 years ago. She's doing it now. She's walking her dogs right now. She's doing what she needs to do. And um, she's doing it. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's pretty, but she's doing it anyway. And right. so, <laughs> this is what I want to showcase. This is what we talked about showcasing when we um, rebranded this podcast because we just talked about, hey, just being in the studio with me, but it's more important than just being in the studio with me. How can we bring value to you guys as listeners and viewers? And that's putting people in this place that's going to tell you the truth, that's going to tell you that it's not all roses, but it is it's roses at the end. You don't see people get roses until the end of the race. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what you don't see is that when they burn, turn in the corner, somebody's handing them water to keep going. Somebody's giving them something, people cheering on the sideline. And that's our job. Because sometimes, some people, we're not going to be there for the end of their journey. But when we come around them and we see that they're doing stuff like this sister right here is doing, we got to cheer her on. We got to give her some water. We got to give her, you know, some type of remnants of motivation for her to keep on going and say, we see what you're doing. And I see what you're doing. And I salute you. You know, I salute you. So what I want people, I want you to do is give up your social media, give up your website, all that stuff. So people right here can follow you, connect with you and buy some of your product. Definitely. Okay. Um, my, my business Instagram is Legacy Beauty LLC, L-E-G-A-C-Y Beauty LLC. <laughs> and my personal um, Instagram is CEO underscore Legacy Beauty. Listen, follow this sister. She's doing her thing. Um, look, we know y'all know we're not having no cornballs on here. We got people who really trying to who really trying to work, who really trying to do it. Um, this is the beauty of having a platform. You get to tell tell people, you know, hey, you get to dictate it. A lot of times we turn on something, hey, you know, I don't, don't want to hit them. Well, create your own platform so you can get the people out there that you exactly. want to you know, <laughs> and put out the message you want to put out. But yes, we definitely believe in starve, stand tall and reclaim victory every day. That's what we're doing. We're doing it one day at a time, one show at a time right here. I know how to find us. www.jaleen.com, www.iwonstarve.com. Go Starve Talk on YouTube. Follow, subscribe to the page. Watch us. Subscribe to the um, platform, Captivate platform, so that you can go ahead and listen to some of the other people that's on here. But right now, we focus on this beautiful sister right here. And, yo, thank you so much for you know, doing your thing. And uh, I just got to the Vegas area myself, so I look forward to us doing some other things together and some other projects. Yes. But um, again, just congratulations on what you've done thus far. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to be doing in the near future. Thank you. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your day. You guys, we see y'all next week. Peace. Bye.
I'm in the studio with Jay Halleen. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Halleen. <laughs>